Welcome to the second season of the Make the Future podcast. I'm your host, Jacques Beauvais, Dean of the Faculty of Engineering at the University of Ottawa. Join us as we have conversations with different thought leaders about current issues facing the engineering industry. Let's explore the future of technology and innovation and how, through creativity and collaboration, we can make the future. They say the future is coming, but that's not true. The future is already here. And it's relentless. It's not going to wait for you to catch up. How will we live in this future? How will we make sense of it? To define our course, we need a new perspective. One that engages our curiosity, that activates our imagination, one that defies the conventional. To own the future, we need to do more than just see it. We need to make it. And today I'm joined once again by our guest host, Jamie Petten, who's the President and Executive Director of the Canada North Business Association. Our two guests today are Guy Lévesque, Associate Vice President, Research Support and Infrastructure at the University of Ottawa, and Heather Tyree, Vice President, Employee Experience at UITV. We'll be talking about how cooperation between universities and the technology industry is really beneficial to both parties. My name's Heather Tyree. I'm the VP Employee Experience at UITV. Um, people always ask what employee experience is. So it's a combination of all the things that uh, we think make it either really awesome or a really terrible place to work. So it's human resources, IT. We still call ourselves a startup, but we've been at it for 11 years and we're at 250 people. So I would say we're um, a maturing company with a startup feel. Were you there from the beginning or did you join them a little bit later on? No, I joined, uh, I've been with UITV in five, for five years. Okay. Uh, and when I joined though, there were 65 employees. Wow. That's so there's been some good growth yeah. over the, the last few years. Guy, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, I'm Guy Levesque. I'm the Associate Vice President uh, Research Support and Infrastructure. So I have an interesting portfolio of responsibilities at the university, uh, but the uh, most interesting portfolio responsibility is uh, managing the uh, U-Ottawa Canada North Strategic Initiative. And so I've been at it for just over a year in my role. And uh, when I arrived at the university, I was given this uh, vision and I was said uh, time to execute and make it happen and make it a reality. And so. Uh, over the last year, I've seen uh, tremendous uh, engagement and tremendous uh, buy-in and support from the Canada North community and from uh, the University of Ottawa, uh, key colleagues who uh, will play, be called to play a key role to make this happen. And so uh, beyond that, I'm also responsible for everything that's related to innovation support, uh, which is uh, industry partnerships and engagement and commercialization. So those two are uh, a big uh, going concern for me. So you've had a lot of growth at UI. How hard is it to recruit the best people? Uh, it is probably an understatement right now to say that there's a war for talent in okay. Canada. Um, and it's challenging because uh, a lot of the companies have people with similar skill sets. And what we don't want to be doing is stealing from each other, mm -hmm. right? Because that perpetuates the problem. Um, so I'm sure one of the things we're going to talk about today is um, generating new talent, keeping talent in Ottawa, um, and connecting with um, youth who are choosing careers in science and engineering is extremely important to us. How's your retention? Is it, is, once you've got them, is it 
Do we keep them in Ottawa? Do they stay at, do. in your company? We yeah, do. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, I think many years ago the the term brain drain was coined, yeah. um, and it was a real problem for Ottawa. We actually don't see that happening as much anymore. Okay. We do see people jumping from job to job in Ottawa. That's that's for sure, though. But that's kind of normal, I would guess, it right? Is. It is. As, as people evolve and they learn new stuff, they may want to, to, to jump around. Yes. So what do you do to help her, Guy? Myself or the university? <laughs> the university. <laughs> the university. Yeah. yeah. Well, the first thing is to be present and being uh, visible and being here in Canada. And so one of the words that, uh, that we've used over the last couple of years about the vision of, of having the university here in Canada North is, you know, being part of the ecosystem. And uh, I'm going to be changing that language a little bit to talk about being part of a community. And so Canada North for us is a community. And as a community, our job is to uh, help our neighbors and, and have our neighbors help us. And so how do we do that? We do that because, you know, the university has, you know, 43,000 students, uh, a couple of thousand in, in, in engineering and in law and in the School of Management uh, who are very, very uh, apt to be uh, future uh, employees, leaders, uh, and uh, important contributors to uh, to this technology park and so uh, my job is to help uh, shepherd uh, interest and uh, whether they're initiatives or programs uh, to bring students here to understand the the importance of being uh, being uh, contributors to this community uh, both in their co-op internships jobs experiential learning but also getting engaged in research programs and research partnerships uh, through their uh, professors, mentors, uh, teachers, uh, researchers who are uh, really part of the glue to make uh, this a really strong community on the training and, and on the research side. The, the university has been really proactive in that community engagement and it started even before you landed here in Canada North and one of the key um, initiators of that was in engaging with our councils, engaging with our HR leaders, our CEOs here in Canada North in order to understand the needs of the companies that were here. Um, and a steering committee was formed uh, even, you know, as the, the space was getting outfitted. Mm -hmm. um, Heather, can you speak to how important that, that was in, in having that direct engagement right from the beginning? Yeah, I think it was really critically important. Uh, you know, one of the challenges that we have with Canada is Canada appeals to a certain demographic as a location, and it's generally people um, who are who have families who are looking to live out here. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, companies in Canada have a hard time connecting with uh, co-op students and new graduates. So having the university engage with us and start to talk about how can we really reach out to students when they're in Canada and how can we sell Canada as an interesting, lively place to work. This tech park is amazing, right? right? Yep. And with the university having a presence here, I think it makes it even more appealing to students. Yeah, yeah and it, it, it's often easy to find reasons not to come out to Canada. And so part of the reason we're here and part of the reason we've engaged so meaningfully with, with companies and having a program committee, which Heather was a, a founding founding program yeah. committee member, uh, was to understand those needs. And, and once you start understanding the needs, you can actually then uh, kind of communicate that passion and the, and the interest and in how fantastic Canada North is as, as a community. And then it's much easier to uh, get uh, students to come here. So you give them a reason, and once they're here, uh, they're sold, and and they find a way. You know, I uh, last year, 
know, the interesting stat was, you know, everybody that I talked to said, ah, there are more Waterloo co-op students here at Canada North than there are University of Ottawa students. And I said, you know, <clears throat> prove it. So we got numbers, and in fact, you know, we found out that we had uh, close to 300 students come here every year uh, in a co-op term, which was more than any other university uh, in the country, Waterloo, Carleton, whatever. Mm -hmm. And now I've uh, kind of challenged co-op team to say you know what let's grow that by 25 or 30 percent this year and let's yeah. keep let's keep going because those 275 are ambassadors and so we've used many of them to talk about testimonials and, and what it meant for them to come to Canada North as a first-term co-op or as a late-term co-op uh, who have very different needs and kind of very different uh, uh, aspirations at first it's you know doing something cool meaningful that may have some real-world uh, applicability and then the late-term co-ops are like, well, you know, I'm starting to think about career. And yeah. so this is a great place mm -hmm. to work. So, yeah. you know, that mix uh, is understanding what, what kind of a treasure there is right here. And, and then once you once you yeah. make the, the commitment to come to Canada, you have a really great path as a, as a student and as a, for, as a, future, a future leader. Another really influential group in terms of ambassadors are the alumni as well. And I think a part of that fact-finding mission um, you know, in coming here into Canada North, we uncovered that the University of Ottawa has a very significant concentration of alumni here in Canada North as well. Do you know how big it is? It's close to four or five thousand. Five thousand alumni yeah. right here. That's amazing. Right here in Canada North. Yeah. And so there's a few um, key uh, components to why that's amazing. And one of them is when we bring young co-ops and interns into Canada North, they want to understand and envision what you know, they'll grow up to become. And so some, from a mentorship capacity, being able to bridge that gap and have our senior executives who are champions of the university here in the park engaging with our co-ops, that cross-functional element, mm -hmm. I think, is really key. The other aspect of the co-ops, was I remember reading a paper about the Waterloo region, which was very interesting because it was saying that there's cross-pollination in the sense co-op students will go to one company, come back to university, bring something back there, mm -hmm. go to another company, and then that second company benefits from the student training at the university, but also at the previous company. Yes. So while you don't want the employees to start skipping around, when they're still undergrads and doing those internships, they're actually bringing value from the stuff they learn in other companies. Yeah. So that that's an interesting aspect. But to me, yeah. actually, the students, it's kind of a little bit of a no-brainer because you want students, we're training students, Canada wants to grow with these students, so that's that's an easy path. How do we build even it is, more? It is and it's not. They it's don't not. want to come to Canada. You know, so a big part of the university being here, I yeah. think, is making makes them feel that this is an extension of their campus, right? Okay. The, the idea that this is a satellite campus right. is really appealing, and, you know, I think part of our planning over the years is, is to make this a bit of a social hub Precisely. for students as well. So it lowers so they, the barrier for yeah, them coming so they, out here. And they here. feel a connection um, that they wouldn't normally okay. feel in Canada. Yeah, yeah, there's an anchor or, or you know, the Ottawa U flag is planted here. Mm -hmm. And so it gives them a, a reason to say, you know what, yeah, I'm an alumni. Every, every event I go to where I meet an alumni, they're willing to do something mm -hmm. to 
contribute back to the university. Yeah. So a number of, of people that I've met over the last year have said, you know what, uh, I'll go talk to uh, the MBA class or the Telfer, Telfer yeah. management class, or I'll go back to, uh, to an event and, and be a judge or something. So everybody's willing now that the, the, the flag is planted here and then that there's a, a strong, visible, credible presence for the mm -hmm. university, people are kind of you know popping up out of the woodwork and saying, you know what, I'm part of this community. Yeah. I think that's a great point, Guy, because one of the stumbling blocks for us in the past is the university is a big organization, and sometimes it's hard to navigate. So we have all sorts of people who would love to volunteer and speak at classes, but they just don't know who mm. to speak to. Right. And being in Canada gives them an opportunity to interact with people from the university, and suddenly it doesn't seem so big and imposing anymore. Yeah, exactly. And just building on, on Dean Beauvais' uh, uh, comment about uh, you know students benefiting from moving from companies back to school to companies, you know, and, and building on your concept of a social hub, having a place where you know current co-op students or alumni can actually hang out mm -hmm. and talk about what they're currently doing. You know whether it's here the space here at one of the libation areas uh, close <laughs> by because there's a few uh, nice uh, microbreweries in the, yeah. in the area now settling in. Uh, three, as uh, Jacques is, is saying, um, you know, those are places where you've got collisions and people talk about and share their experiences. And so that's part of building this fabric of the community. Completely. And and so it, it just weaves Ottawa U within uh, within Canada North. And so at some point it will become kind of indistinguishable. I mean, that's, you know, mm -hmm. the long-term aspiration goal. Yeah. Heather, the experience of working at UI is one that's really uh, individual and, and just you guys are, you exude fun in the way that you have designed your space, in the way that you work together in the space. Um, you're right across the street from those three breweries. Yeah, we are um, conveniently located. <laughs> <laughs> so how important is that to you all in uh, in just the overall productivity of, of UI and, and how is that ingrained into the DNA of the company? I think you know working together, collaboration, and having fun mm -hmm. um, is really an important part of our culture. Um, and that's you know when we get students to come in and see that, um, we find that it completely changes their impression of what Canada is all about. Mm -hmm. Right? They have this impression of Canada as a stodgy, boring, shuts down at five o'clock kind, or maybe even three o'clock um, <laughs> type of environment. Um, and when we get them into the space and when we get them into the community, I think they walk away feeling very different. And so we're thrilled um, that people um, experience our culture in the, in the way that you just described. I mm -hmm. mean, we make it a fun place to work for ourselves. So mm -hmm. it's nice that everybody else feels that too. But, but it also has a lot of, of, of meaning and relevance because the work that the, the students are doing, sometimes they get to see, you know, weeks later, in, into a real-world application, so they yeah. can actually point to their friends and say, "Listen, you know, I worked on this new digital platform that, that you're now seeing that's been launched by uh, a particular company or, yeah. or media company." Yeah. So that's really key. And, and that was a very telling thing to me that I saw in my very first week at UI. Actually, there was a custom where some of the groups put together a presentation on the product that they're working on for customers, mm -hmm. and then they they do a showcase at lunchtime. And I walked into my first one, and there was somebody presenting, and a bunch of people standing beside them. And I said, that guy presenting is amazing. Who is he? And they said, that's Omar. He's the co-op student. Right. And I oh, thought, yeah. how awesome, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. He's getting a chance to really showcase what his team is working on, and his team is literally and figuratively standing behind him yeah. uh, to support him doing that presentation. And that's the kind of environment we want, right? right? Yeah. It's one where everyone is contributing. Well, and it's an environment as well where you're, you're really 
um, engaging and impactful work and work that's inspiring to young people and people who are you know developing in their careers as well we were recently taking a minister through uh, a tour of UI and we sat down for our own demo and uh, I was blown away with the fact that you are you're delivering services to twitch which is mm -hmm. located in San Francisco Silicon Valley um, the these services that are available to that company within their own backyard I, I you would imagine you know you're a competitive sure. leader in that way right so I think that there's a certain um, impact that you have uh, that would also attract students to the type of work that you're doing right. and uh, that's really exciting as well yeah. yeah it's actually some of our proudest moments that we are able to this little company from Ottawa yeah. uh, is able to to compete on a world stage that way mm -hmm. um, that the kind of sad part for us is we actually don't really have any Canadian customers mm -hmm. at yes. this point right yeah. so we're, we're hoping that we can grow that yeah. but it's interesting that our appeal mm -hmm. um, is international um, and not so much in Canada I mean one of our company's mottos is that we're very focused on art and science t-shirts with art and science okay. written on them mm -hmm. uh, and and so we do search for people who are very creative in everything that they do and are interested in creating things that are not only functional but beautiful at the same time right part of our company's mantra is that we want to make the experience of using technology a pleasant one right and so our our uh, mission is to help our customers own the glass so every device that they pick up is easy and simple to use and interact with and that means that we're looking for people who have an appreciation of what the user experience is uh, and also uh, want to make it something that's not just commonplace mm -hmm. right that really stands out as being beautiful and different how do you help Heather find those unicorns and those people from the university perspective, how do we make that connection? Because they are few and far between, and we want to help Canada North to be able to recruit those people. Right, and so I'll key in on, on the comment you made about uh, you know the more technology-focused people or, or individuals, and then the more creative people. Um, very simply, our job at the university is for me to work with all the faculties to develop that holistic approach, or I guess that, 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 that broad or breadth of, of, of experience and skills that, that our students need to have, that they're not just focused on, you know, the coding, or not just focused on, uh, you know, the software, not just focused on, uh, you know, uh, putting devices together, but that they really understand that they're working in an environment that is a highly dynamic, highly fluid, uh, that uh, where the circumstances changes sometimes on a daily basis because, you know, you got, you have micro enterprises that have, you know, half a dozen people to the big multi nationals here and so you have a breadth of experience and in Canada North you know UITV may be looking for a different complement of, of skills to work in that environment as opposed to a more traditional uh, you know technology focused uh, team that's embedded within a large organization like like a Mitel or Nokia or mm -hmm. Siena uh, but more and more what we're hearing is that the individuals and the students that, that we're training have to come in um, with much a much broader diversity of skills and, and competencies. And so how do we do that? We have to do that by adapting and evolving our, uh, our programming and, and our curriculum. And so beyond just the, the, the regular program, it's what other opportunities are we giving students to work in competitions, work in teams, work yeah. in, in, in uh, 
environments like maker spaces where there, there, there's a collision of ideas and, and of personalities and, and, and of schools of thought so that they can actually think that, you know what, uh, working in teams uh, is part of my success as a future, future leader. And so that's kind of what we always hear is that, yeah, we, we need lots of people, but we need unicorns, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. unicorns at UI. Uh, and you, Ottawa, I mean, the you is, is kind of the between, between all three. Um, yeah. But it is about uh, recognizing, you know, you talked about having conversations with the program committee and understanding the needs early on um, before we actually kind of design and develop the, the programming here. And the key is to understand what those needs are because yeah. if, it's, if it's, I want something from UI, which is, you know, I want you to take on a bunch of co-op students or a bunch of interns, yeah. uh, or you want a bunch of our students, um, it's not so um, co-created uh, in terms of a vision. So understanding needs on both sides and, and, the, and the limitations gives us an opportunity to say, you know what, let's develop a Made in Canada North solution that we can then apply to, you know, at the Faculty of Engineering, Faculty of School of Management, Faculty of Science, wherever, uh, to form and, and shape uh, those minds so that they come in where, wherever they end up. You know, they'll spend some time here, they'll go abroad, they'll go to the States, they'll come back, they'll be productive uh, students and productive members yeah. of society. One of the things we really appreciate actually about uh, U Ottawa is uh, the focus on design mm -hmm. uh, and the integration actually between arts and engineering yes. and things like Arts Innovation Week. Uh, another uh, big one is Design Day. Mm -hmm. Every year we have folks from our team uh, volunteer and to participate as judges right. in mm -hmm. Ottawa yeah. use Design Day. And there's some fabulous things uh, that come out of that, uh, that the work that those teams do. It's just incredibly creative. Yeah, it was cool. My, uh, my son, who's in first year mechanical engineering, did his first Design Day uh, just last week, and he was involved on a project uh, for the uh, uh, agricultural uh, museum and de de designing. Oh, so it was on the simulator for the the, the, the tractor. tractor there? That's oh, right. So, cool. the, so the accessible tractor. Yeah. So you know, we spent a couple of hours uh, one night just jamming on ideas and how do you what, what does accessibility mean so it wasn't so much about the technology but it was about the user so you know is yeah. accessibility about uh, you know physically accessing or so we had a really good discussion which had nothing to do with engineering and all about uh, the, the user experience yeah, yeah exactly yeah. but I want to challenge you a little bit more too I mean you've talked we've talked about training the students and all that but for Ottawa we're in here for university we're here for three reasons right yep talent mm-hmm Training and solutions. That's right, yeah. So what about solutions? How do we help companies like UI advance product development, bring in solutions? So innovation, I think, is, is the classic place for universities and companies to partnership, to create a partnership. So companies don't always have the funds that they need to do the research that they want to do. right? So something tangible that a university and company can do is partner on a research project, right? Um, and it works in reverse as well. I'm sure that there are times where the university is doing research in a particular area and they want to know if that has applicability to industry. Mm -hmm. Those types of partnerships, I think, produce things like AI. Mm -hmm. They have produced self-driving cars, right? Mm -hmm. There's tons of examples out there that where I think academia couldn't have done it on its own and industry couldn't have done it on its own either. Yeah, you use the word tangible and it, it can mean a couple of things. One is something that you can touch and feel, mm -hmm. which is kind of you know the traditional approach to a, a, a product or, or something that, that somebody works mm -hmm. on. But tangible is also about impact and, and relevance and meaning. And so, you know, for me, the, 
the challenge around around the call to action from from the chancellor's debate about giving us things that are tangible is, you know, are are we are we bringing and and and, and sharing good people who have good ideas who can work on good projects? Mm-hmm. Uh, traditionally, the approach has been, and I and I've used this uh, over the last year as I've been meeting with the, you know countless companies and, and people in Canada North, you know, the traditional transaction of I have an idea, give me money, and we'll develop a partnership, and I'll help you try and solve your challenge, is a way that's been done for the last 20, 30 years. Um, Not always successfully. Yeah, in in fact, many times not successfully because needs are not well understood, Mm -hmm. uh, and limitations are not well understood, and then the partnerships are not nurtured. And Mm -hmm. so for me, tangible is, is about that connection. Mm-hmm. So it starts about with a connection with good people, good ideas, and, and good projects that are developed together. So uh, going back to Jamie's comment about the program committee, understanding the needs is critical. Mm-hmm. And so if you come here with, with a, a view that this is a source of you know, uh, money or a source of, of interesting projects, that's one thing. If you come here because you, you have uh, a fundamental need or interest or desire to help solve some challenges, then your approach is a little different. And part of my role in, in shaping what's happening uh, in Canada North is making sure that we have an interface and somebody who's kind of the grease to make things happen between uh, parties who have interests and the glue, bring them together. And so when, when, you, when you start start from a position of, I want to listen to what, what some of the challenges and some of the needs that you have, then you can actually have a different conversation than if you've come in with a preconceived idea. Where do you fit trust into that? Because the way I was describing it in, in, in years past was that if I go to a big multinational technology company and I go to their homepage, it doesn't say here are the list of 10 showstoppers that are going to kill us and we need some help from university researchers. The only way we're going to find out what those real challenges are, those real issues, I think, is if we're here and present enough to develop that tr- a relationship of trust. And, and build on that because otherwise why would you tell us what your most pressing is- issues are does that make any sense to you oh absolutely and, and that you know building trust and confidence planting the flag in Canada North is is the first step you know uh, 2020 is going to be a tremendous year because we now have hired a few really key people to help be the grease and the glue uh, for you auto and for Canada North but we're also going to get to the next stage so you know the spaces we've had have been about building engagement so getting people together in the same room who have not necessarily traditionally worked together or, or rub shoulders so events you Ottawa innovates alumni events uh, entrepreneurship events uh, some professional development events um, but we're going to take that to the next stage and we're actually going to show the show Canada North that we're here to mean business and we're going to have a research lab here at some point in 2020 because we're here to stay. So, you know, we're, you're not going to get rid of us. We're going to be around. Mm-hmm. And, and when we when we meet you once, twice, three times, not just in this space, but going to UI. You go to UI and you understand the, the uh, you know, the DNA of the company yeah. and, and what makes them tick and how they approach uh, challenges and solutions. But you know, if you do that with 20, 30, 40, 50 companies uh, over the course of a year, all of a sudden you're starting to get uh, your DNA starts to change and yeah. evolve, mm-hmm. and that's part of what I what what we want to do here. So we're not going to take the traditional university model 
and just implant it here. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a different way of doing things, and that's how you build trust and confidence. It's by opening up who we are, uh, and in return, companies will I couldn't same. agree more. I think that trust is built out of a sense of community, right? And right. with you, Ottawa, as part of the community, that makes a huge difference. I have the sense that you've just given us something super important yes. because we're trying to figure out what makes Canada North different, what makes it tick, what makes it work, and talking about collaboration and exchange built on trust and comes out of the sense of the community, I think that's a really critical aspect. There is a really strong sense of pride in Canada North uh, for the work that our companies individually are doing, but also for the work that they're collaborating on together to make an impact in our community, in our world around us. And I think that what you've just spoken to in terms of identifying yourself as a student or a researcher or an individual who's leading one of these companies as a part of, as a leader within the Canada North community um, and having that pride of being a part of something that's really moving the needle, that's uh, a really key piece to this. Um, but I want to also circle back on the connection between you know, our researchers and our leaders or our R&D leaders in our companies. I think similar to the process that we've uh, gone through in engaging with our HR leaders, we plan as well to embark on that same type of council-like activity uh, to really directly um, communicate and, and understand what those needs are from our R&D leaders. Um, I think it's it's a process that was started long before I uh, started with KNBA and the HR Leaders Council, but these councils, these um, groups of leaders within our communities um, are, are so engaged and thoughtful in supporting you know, how we grow, and so it's about um, working within each of those groups to really support their needs. How, how do we, for those that don't have a history in tech and don't have an, uh, a background here in Canada North, how do we get that word out there, right? So that we can attract those who have had a variety of different life and career experiences beyond just tech into our community. I think that's a really key factor as well. Yeah, I think and it, we approach it, I guess, on two levels. The first one is, um, with new co-ops and new graduates, right? People who are who are just learning and thinking about where they want to have a career, and obviously our hope is to influence them positively right. about right. Canada North. But I think there's a tremendous opportunity with the alumni as well. Yeah. Right? There are a lot of Ottawa uh, Ottawa U alum who stay in Ottawa, yeah. and I'm quite sure many of them work downtown, and I'm sure they're unhappy working downtown. Uh, <laughs> and they would be thrilled to know what opportunities is, exist for them in Canada North, mm -hmm. and, um, and not just in technology. Mm -hmm. Technology companies need lawyers, mm -hmm. they need people right. in marketing, they need people in human resources, they need people in finance. In sales, finance. we heard, right? In yeah. sales, yeah. yes. We have become a very significant attraction point for international students right now. Yes. We are bringing in huge numbers of international students. And because the growing companies are always looking for new um, new people, mm -hmm. new personnel, I think that's something that we need to establish those 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 passages from the university into Canada North so that we can 
retain the top among them so that they can help the companies. I'm going to flip that as well. You also enable students to have an incredible amount of international experience, mm -hmm. and that's a huge value add to our companies here in Canada North because if students are are out on an exchange for a year in another co country, you know, working on really interesting work and coming back mm -hmm. here to Ottawa to finish their degrees, what amazing value does that bring then to our, you know, diverse ecosystem here in Canada North, yeah, yeah, that yeah. global perspective that they can bring back even before hitting the ground running in their first roles out of university. If you're looking for dynamic, diverse companies, um, they are all located in this tech park. Really, yeah. There's a few businesses downtown, yeah. but if you really want to be someone who works in a thriving industry, then you, want, right. you want to come to Canada. And, you know, the tremendous tech talent and concentration here, so. That's right. Yeah. But, I mean, we are second to the preeminent, you know, tech uh, hub in the world, Silicon Valley, in our tech talent hmm. concentration that was just recently released in CBRE's uh, most recent talent That's report. Right. So there's a lot to brag about, for sure. So it's a great place to be. And, and the more we can you know, preach and, and preach the gospel about that, yeah. uh, the more people understand that. Yeah. And uh, once they come, they kind of stay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Heather and Guy, I really want to thank you for the conversation today. I think we've dug into a little bit further into understanding why we're so proud of the tech park in Canada North, why we're proud of the collaboration and how we're, we're, we're going to move forward. So thank you very much, Heather and Guy. And thank you, Jamie, for being here with us again today. Happy to be here. All right. I want to thank you all for tuning in on this episode of the Make the Future podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation and that you learned as much as I did. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to the podcast to make sure you don't miss the next episode. And we'd also like to really thank our guests and the podcast production team. Carl Bournes, Valérie Sanson, Karen Massey, and Francis Bertrand Lafrenière. And I really hope you can join us next time.